Welcome, Welcome to, to the pilot episode of Jedi Fun Time, starring me, John, Brian, and Jimmy. This is going to be a Star Wars podcast. We all have differing levels of Star Wars knowledge, and we'd like to share it with all of you out there and talk about the upcoming movies as news comes out, and maybe do some reviews of games and books and comics as they come out also. Yeah, new show too, Star Wars Rebels. New show, Star Wars Rebels, yeah. So tonight. Starting tonight, yeah. No, it doesn't start tonight. In the fall, they're, they're doing like a sneak uh, sneak preview of it. Like probably maybe like a ten minute uh, episode. Supposed to be oh, really? I didn't yep. know that. Cool. So you get the well. That's not. This won't be posted quick enough to hear that. But anyways, yeah, it starts tonight. Uh, we decided to record on May fourth, which is widely known as Star Wars Day. May the fourth be with you. But I honestly don't know why. Brian, do you know? Um, I think I do, but not really. <laughs> I should. Jimmy, how about you? Absolutely. Would you like to tell us? Because I actually, I seriously don't know, which is kind of embarrassing since I decided to do a Star Wars podcast. Actually, yeah, there's a good story to it, actually. Um, it goes way back, 1979, two years after the release of New Hope. There was a Britain prime minister named Margaret Thatcher. Right. She placed out an ad in the London Evening newspaper that stated, May the 4th be, be with you. Congratulations. So... So it's because of Margaret Thatcher? Yes. Huh. huh. That's pretty interesting. Because nothing, nothing Star Wars related at all, but they ended up using that line. Uh, we'll fast forward to 2011 was the first uh, organized celebration of Star Wars in Toronto. And then that's where the phrase was, uh, reborn. And, uh, you know, still remains an official holiday, but that's where it all started originally from. Oh, cool. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, actually, I, be, I actually had been wondering that. I seriously had no idea. So, uh, should we tell about ourselves a little bit? Sure. You can start. All right. Well, I'm John. I do a few other podcasts also. I decided to start this one because I love Star Wars. I'm, I'm a very strange geek because I like all three of the major uh, sci-fi fandoms. I, I like Star Trek, Star Wars, and Doctor Who, which is very odd because a lot of people, well, now you see it more often, but back in the day, you didn't see that too often. If you liked one, you were, you know, that was it. Uh, so I decided I love this one, and I I have two friends here, Jimmy and Brian, who are both. They both feel feel the same passion for it as I do, so I decided mm-hmm. to start it. My earliest my earliest memory of Star Wars. I mean, I, I was a kid and had the toys. Oh, yes. I played on Atari. I played the Atari Twenty Six Hundred games. I honestly don't know when I saw the movies. I was born in seventy seven. Okay. And I know I didn't see the first two at the theater. I know that. I saw Empire. When, see, when I saw him, I don't remember, but I remember seeing Jedi in the theater. And I remember my father had to keep getting up to take my sister to the washroom because she was sick and throwing up. <laughs> so I did get to enjoy the movie myself. And for a long time, that was like my favorite Star Wars one. I liked Jedi, which was, I couldn't understand why people didn't like it when I was younger. But as I've gotten older and watched them more and, you know, watched them over and over, I realized that Empire is actually probably the best written one. Yes, it is. And it's actually really. You know, as you get older, you realize why it's the way, why the series goes the way it does. You know, you needed to have the dark, you know, have the resurgence and make things look, you know, bleak for the next one. Mm-hmm. And when I was a little kid, sure, the Ewoks were cool now. Uh, They're still cute. But, so, I mean, that's a little bit about me. I mean, I've been into Star Wars and science fiction stuff since I was a little kid, so. Yeah, I was, um, I'm Brian. I was born in 76, so... 
I don't, you know, I don't know when I saw A New Hope, but I just remember getting lots of the toys as I was a kid. Yeah. Um, <coughs> one of my favorite toys I ever had, and I actually repurchased it, was the 12-inch Chewbacca plastic figurine, and I still have that now. I rebought it, and I got the weapons and everything, so it's kind of cool to have it again. Um, I still actually have a bunch of my old figurines. Um, you know, I don't have any of the weapons or anything for them, yeah. but I still have them. They're in a, they're in a little um, fish fish tackle box. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, my Millennium Falcon's yes. li- listing the one side, but it's um, still uh, on display. I've, I've just always loved the films, the canon, everything about it. Um, as as we mentioned, Empire Empire. I remember seeing Empire at the Patio Theater on Irving Park in Chicago with my dad. He took me there to see it. And the reason I always remember seeing it is because I was scared to death of Yoda. Really? <laughs> yeah, when they first when he first came out and everything, he scared the crap out of me, actually. So it's kind of funny. I, he's one of my favorite characters now, but, you know, when I was a little kid, I was, you know, five, six years old at that time. So I was I was pretty scared of him. But, um, yeah, going on, I mean, I've, I collect comic books now. I'm a huge um collector of the gentle giant statues from star wars the busts and the statues i also love the sideshow stuff that they do i actually just ordered the um six scale r2d2 today that they just announced for may the 4th um which of course cost too much money but i had to have it (laughs) it. um and then you know I, i played all the games i think there's not one star wars game that i haven't played i always remember playing the 2600 empire strikes back game did you play the old republic Yes, I have played the the. I haven't played any of the MMORPGs because okay. I just don't like those. <clears throat> but right. I did play Knights of the Old Republic, both of them. Um, my, one of my favorites uh, is the Rogue Squadron series on mm-hmm. Nintendo 64. I love those games. Um, I used to collect a lot of the comics, I, like Dark Empire, the Expanded Universe, stuff like that. So, I've been into Star Wars all my life. I love Boba Fett. I love Darth Vader. I love Stormtroopers. I just love everything about it. So. Mostly the dark side stuff, it seems like. Yeah, I am into the dark. <laughs> my favorite movie is The Empire Strikes Back, the dark side movie. Just the cliffhanger, everything about it. The, the introduction of Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just the introduction of Boba Fett. Just a lot of things in that movie. I just wish, you know, they didn't, he didn't fall in the pit like a pussy in, the <laughs> <laughs> in Return of the Jedi. But, you know, he did have a jetpack. Fly away. Oh. Fly away. But, yeah. But, yeah, I'm a huge fan. I love this stuff. So... What about you, Jim? All right, I'll go. Um, Jimmy here. Born in 75, so it looks like I'm the oldest of the trio here. Um, I remember, I don't remember actually going to see Empire. I was told I went to go see Empire. And, because I was too young. I'm going to say I was about five. I was seven, but I do remember seeing Return of the Jedi. I remember the Endor scene with those Peter that was just bangers. That was one of the coolest uh, scenes in the uh, in Return of the Jedi. Um, after that, I just, like every other kid, you know, you wanted to be Luke Skywalker. You wanted to, you know, uh, rescue the princess, you know, blow up that star. Are you talking All about of... you wanted to make out with your sister? <laughs> 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 so anyways, so just, uh, you know, growing up, just, it's always something that, you know, Star Wars was just a part of me. It just didn't, going into the 90s, it was kind of one of those things that you didn't want to really proudly be a Star Wars fan, because, you know, it just wasn't cool then. So it was kind of one of those closet things that I just, I enjoyed doing without anybody really knowing what my passion was. And then, you know, just lately, probably within the last 
know, 10, 10 years or so, it just the uh, Star Wars has just been a part of like every movie. There's always some kind of Star Wars reference. Something's always brought up, bring you know, bringing back to the films, which actually brought Star Wars cool again. Definitely. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I think early in the '90s, I mean, it wasn't cool to be part of any, to right. say you were any fandom. I think the least cool was Star Trek. Oddly enough, because Next Generation was on so long and so popular, but if you said, "Oh, I like Star Trek," you were insulted. You said you yeah. like Star Wars, you were insulted a little less. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe. You know, I think Star. I think Star Wars had more appeal, just in that it was more action orientated. It's you know the space opera. I yeah, it. yeah. I mean, it's two totally different things. Uh, you know, you you mentioned Boba Fett, and it's it's funny to me how a character that had so little time in the movies has grown into such this like just cult beloved like character because he's a bounty hunter he's cool he and, fell in a hole but he, but he <laughs> did capture han solo he did do his mission it's true he accomplished it i hate you know some of the stuff that george has done to some of these films you know uh sure. you know with the special editions and oh, we don't have to worry changes. about that anymore um yeah yeah hopefully not um but uh, overall, I mean, he's, he's just an interesting character, and they have expanded on him in yeah. comic books and in books also. Uh, they've had expanded on him in the um, Clone Wars series a little bit, the, the animated series, which is cool as a kid and stuff, which is interesting because he meets some of the the bounty hunters you see on the ship too, which is cool. Oh, I think we need to get one thing out of the way right off the bat, sure, because I'm sure it's going to come up numerous times throughout the time we do this. Who shot first, Han or Greedo? Han. I agree. I think I think Han. They, they, what about you, absolutely. Jimmy? Han? Absolutely. Okay. Because because he was the one that he knew he was he knew he was in the more danger. He knew you know. But he, and I don't blame him for shooting first. But George, I, George edited that scene in the special edition, and it was so badly edited. I know it's oh, awful. I did. There were a lot of things he added, like CGI creatures and stuff that I thought were fine, but that looked so fake and just bad. I couldn't believe that he kept it in. There was a lot of mistakes George made, but that definitely was one of the top five that he should have just left alone. But they wanted to give, uh, you know, Harrison Ford a nice squeaky image and not a dirty smuggler, which he should have been in the first place. So that's who he was. In all the books, he's a dirty smuggler. I mean, that's where he starts. The Corellian trilogy is, not Corellian trilogy, the Han Solo trilogy, rather. Mm -hmm. That's where the first two books take place. He's a smuggler. Exactly. One of the reasons I still love Empire, though, to this day even the special edition, is that George didn't really do much to that movie because it was so good in the first place. Yeah. A lot of the special edition edits to it don't really affect the film at all. No, I think a lot of it was just cleaning up the laser blast and stuff like that cleaning and explosions. Cleaning up laser blast, um, adding some um, outdoor scenery to Bespin, yeah. Cloud City. Still yeah. They did change the Emperor and Empires, which I wasn't too fond of, but I, I am a fan of the current em- uh, Emperor, but the original one, which was uh, played by Clive Rebell, Yes, yes, they um, did do that. Was, I forgot about they should have yeah. stayed. They didn't have to change that. And actually, I, I actually don't mind in, in A New Hope when they're approaching Moss um, uh, Eisley. I don't mind the added scenery seeing the city making it look like it's alive. Mm-hmm. I didn't mind that at all. But then the scene that we just talked about where Han's like head twitches like an android to the left. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it was just horrible. You know, I couldn't – I'm like – you know, I'm looking at these like Jawas getting thrown around by like a dinosaur-looking thing. I'm like, that's cool. All right, I can go with that. Sure, it's just it, there's got to be something going on in that in that city other than just two you know stormtroopers looking for looking you know androids. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the by the way, by the way, Jimmy them. has the droid he's looking for. Oh, he does. Yeah, he does. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we uh, 
So I wanted to get that out of the way because okay. I did, every time I say I love Star Wars, someone's like, who should, Who do you think shot first? It, clearly, it was Han. If I if I was Han, I would have shot first. He had the I, he's head. a smuggler. Got to protect yeah. himself. Yeah, and I don't think it makes him any worse or better of a character. And hey, a funny thing about that scene, though, too, is that you know, Harrison Ford had dysentery and it was supposed to be a long fight. Oh, no, no it's Indiana no, no. Jones. But he, he throws the bartender a tip after the scene to clean up the mess. Yeah. Which they didn't edit in the special edition, so if he didn't shoot first, why is he throwing the guy a tip to clean up the mess? You know, here, you know, I, to clean up the mess, buddy. A lot of people took exception to him getting rid of the old, like, guy and putting Jabba in that scene when he gets to the Millennium Falcon. Oh, I, that edit scene, I don't like it because he walks around Jabba and does a little does a little trampoline. <laughs> but I, 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 there's little bits of it I didn't care for like that. I overall like that it was Jabba. Mm-hmm. I, I think it made more sense that he would be there since it was such a large sum of money that he's, hey, this is my money, you owe me. And I thought Jabba looked really good. If you watch it again, he doesn't really look that good. But yeah, well, you know what my favorite for, part of that for the time that, that for the for the time that that was created, mm-hmm. it looked really good. You know what my favorite part of that edit scene is the credits. No, I'm just kidding. No, no, no. <laughs> the introduction of a bounty hunter. Yeah, Boba Fett is in that scene for the first time. Yeah, yes. And he kind of stands and just kind of looks at the camera, just like, "Hey guys." Yeah, I mean, I, <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't think, I don't look at the special editions with the same hatred a lot of fans do. I think there was, I think there were some things that were were good. Mm-hmm. I, I do think there was a lot that was not. Yeah, I, I don't like the Jedi musical at all. I, I've always hated that. The part, yeah. would they add the musical scene the to Jedi oh, yeah. in Jabba's palace? I not a fan of that that's and you know i didn't you know i, I love yub yub everyone loved yub yub back in the back in 83 but the yeah. only movie the only movie that had action figures for characters that were on screen for like two minutes mm-hmm. <laughs> you could get the whole cantina band awesome the cantina band is awesome that is a great song it is yeah. and it's it's legendary everyone knows that song I, it's, it's one of my alternate ringtones <laughs> nice mm-hmm. yeah so that's out of the way but now we look forward to episode seven. Yes, I am. J.J. J. Abrams. A lot of people, not a fan of his. I don't, maybe because I don't have the same high standards for movies as other people. To me, I don't mind what he did with, like, Star Trek. I thought it was fine. I, I think he made it a little too action-orientated for what Star Trek usually is. Mm-hmm. But everyone's like, oh, look at all that lens flare. Oh, you ever take a camera and go across the sun? Yeah. Off of a shiny object? kind of happens. I mean, he wanted to make it look, you know... It's excessive at times, sure, but you know it might come in handy if uh, X-wing's trying to dodge a Tie Fighter and there's a little lens flare into the <laughs> the Tie Fighter's eyes. But I, I don't I don't mind him being the director, and um, we have the cast list, right? I mean, yes, we do. Most of the original people are in it. Yes, they are. I mean, let's see, we got um, Harrison Ford, who you know for being like damn near eighty, looks pretty good still. <laughs> I mean, he's what seventy something. He's gonna be great. Yeah, he's yeah. up there. I mean, he was like he was in his twenties when he did Apocalypse. Now he had like a five minute role in that. You know, he was thirty five when he did A New Hope, Star Wars. Right. So thirty four, thirty five. So he looks good. Mark Hamill looks like he got hit by a truck, but that was because he got in a car accident. I think before when he filmed Corvette Summer before Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Mm -hmm. But you know, it's nice to have him. Mm -hmm. Carrie Fisher. Um, Yeah. No. No bikini. No bikini this time. Yeah, she's had some problems over the years. Yeah, but she's a good actress, and she. I mean, they're all good people for being able to say, "Hey, let's do this." You know. Mm -hmm. She hit Weight Watchers a year ago, so it kind of gave a little hint that she was obviously uh, trying to work for her role for the upcoming show. Gearing up for something, yeah. 
Uh, we, so Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, Mark Hamill, Anthony Daniels. Yes, yeah, C-3PO. I love C-3PO, him. you got to have him. He's been in every Star Wars movie. He's actually... And so has... Um, is it Kenny Baker? Kenny Baker, R2, yes. Yeah, yeah. And... um. Anthony Daniels actually does a lot of the voicing for some of the clone cartoons yeah. and stuff like that, yep. too. He's, he participates a lot in the universe. Thing. Yeah, uh, Peter Mayhew. Chewie. Chewie's back, mm-hmm. which, he, which he, he's the luckiest guy in the world because I see him at every convention. Yeah. And it doesn't matter what he looks like. No. Because <laughs> he wears a full outfit. So yeah. for him, hey. But, yeah, so it, it's nice to have the original, the original players back. There's one guy missing, though. I'm going to Lando. just say, Lando's missing. Lando, Billy D, where is he? Colt 45. Come on, man. He's you know what? <laughs> I, I think he's going to have such a um, high demand. I think he's going to be the next one, high episode eight. That's going to be my hike for that. What about Wedge? Um, I don't – that's an interesting – Because, I mean, his character throughout the expanded universe was pretty important in yes, a lot of things. Yeah. Wedge and Tilly's is an important character. I, you know, maybe. And one thing I hate – I hate to say this, but – one thing with the Star Wars series is the longer I've been a fan and the more I've watched it, the more I've read, the less I like Luke Skywalker. Uh, everyone says that, though. He, he's just kind of... I mean, it's nice to see him become, you know, an adult. But I was watching... Uh, we're watching Jedi. It was me and my friend Art, who does another podcast with me. And we're watching it, and Art's like, wait a minute, he's a Jedi Knight? When did... What, he, you could just self-proclaim yourself a Jedi Knight when you're not even finished with your training yet? And I'm like... <laughs> Well, I mean, there's no real order left to, like, tell you you can't. I, mean, <laughs> I think he, he became a Jedi at the end. I, I, think I, I think he did. I think by the end of it, he did. I, I just That's why it's called well, the Return yeah. of the Jedi. Yeah, of course. Yes. Right. No, it's called but the, no one it's knows the Blue actual Harvest. time frame between the end of Empires and, and Return of the Jedi. It, it couldn't be no more than a month, obviously, that uh, Han Solo would be stuck in carbon paint, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. As opposed to the prequel, there's almost like a 10-year gap between the films, you know, so... There yeah, was a the very prequels... short span as far as how he ended up going back to Dagobah and finishing his training. That's true. I mean, that's true. Mm-hmm. And the pre- the prequels really had – I think he was too ambitious with them because the scope of those movies covered like 40 years. Yes, right. they did a little bit. Which was very ambitious to do. And what I didn't like about them was they looked too clean. The cities looked too clean. There was no dirt. It, 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 was, was, too, it, was, it was too Star Trek. It was a different time though. I, mm. I gave it a little bit. Some of the cities didn't look that clean that they went to. Yeah, but it just didn't have that. It didn't have that gritty, the gritty, real feel. It looked like they, it looked like you put fake patina on something. Well, you know, it was, it was the new age. It was nice to have. It was nice to have Star. Too. It was nice to have Star Wars back. I thought the second movie, uh, Attack of the Clones, wasn't bad. And I thought, um, what the hell's the third one called? Why am I blanking? Revenge, Revenge of the Sith. Yes. I thought that was all right. You know, I mean, first one was. Everyone hates Jar Jar. I know everyone. Jar Jar's not what did it for me. That what ruined it does, for me, though. The kid does too. It it was um, just it was just long and drawn out and about a trade dispute. Yeah, my, but one of my favorite scenes in that movie. I, it's another character they shouldn't killed off, and they brought him back, which is cool in the Clone Wars cartoon. But just the end battle between Obi Wan and Qui Gon and Darth Maul, and the music that John Williams put together for that particular fight is just it's phenomenal one of the greatest parts of that film is that scene I could just watch that scene over and over again the beginning of it yeah yeah there's a little bit of crap actually if you play it as Lego (laughs) characters it's far more fun (laughs) yes yes I have done that too I I will say I agree with you I think that I think if nothing else all three of the movies had amazing fight choreography yes Right. It's a lot different than the old fencing that we got in, you know, The Empire and uh, 
Return of the Jedi. Yeah. With, you know, with those older characters doing the stuff. So, any thoughts on what you think Episode Seven is going to be about? It's going to be my my opinion. I think is it's going to be about um, the kids, the Han Solo's kids. Um, I can't remember. It's, it's Jason and. Yeah, but they're not going to use the same names. They said from the expanded series. They're not okay. My understanding. Right. My understanding is they're trying to separate. They they want to keep the expanded universe together and have it link in. But those names they might keep the same, but there were like other like Mara Jade and stuff. They're like, we're not sure if we want to like I don't pull this she, character and then basically rewrite this character that's been around for years. I don't think she. Well, she's definitely not going to be in seven from the character list they have here. She's not going to be in seven. It's it's mainly I think going to be about um, you know Han Solo and Princess Leia's kids and Luke training them to be Jedi's. What do you, what do you think, Jimmy? I think that's I'm, I'm actually the opposite of what you guys think right now. From, I mean, there's so much you can read on the internet and you know, take it what you what you can. But the official word is that they're they're going to stay state canon. They're not going to go anywhere near um, expanding universe whatsoever. So that means those the twins was was expanding universe. So right. they're not even going to go that route. So, but what is official is that it is supposed to take place. Episode seven is supposed to take place 30 years from Return of the Jedi. Okay, wasn't it right so, around when the Dark Thrawn trilogy took place, bookwise? Ooh, that would be a great character, though. Because I always Admiral thought that Thrawn. I always Admiral thought that Thrawn. they should have started episode seven. Should have they should have took those Timothy Zahn books. The first one was at Airden Empire. Yes, I, I, they should have just because that storyline took place ten years later, maybe. I think so. Yeah. Because I mean, everyone looks at Jedi and goes, "Oh, the war is over." Well, not really. There were still factions fighting. It wasn't you know, it wasn't right. cut and dry. But I think I think the, that first trilogy that Timothy Zahn did, and then I think he wrote the Tron, the, the not Tron, the Thrawn one also. I think those are two separate so. ones, right? Yeah, I think... I think no, they're, I think they're, si- they're sitting over there buried. Okay. I know that. I, I don't remember how it works out, but there was definitely... Um, there was definitely, you know, an Heir to the Empire, I think, was a great book. And I think would have made a great follow-up. But I don't... Well, from, from what I read, what's official is uh, Disney is basically not going anywhere near Expanding Universal. So the writers had free reign with this, with this storyline. And I kind of and, appreciate uh, that in a sense, though, too. I guess because obviously there will be high expectations, and if it doesn't follow the books, people are going to be in an uproar. But I agree. I'm glad that they're not going that route. But if they were to bring one character in, definitely would be uh, would be Thrawn would be nice. And if that was played by Hugo Hugo Weaving, that would be awesome. Oh yeah, that'd be. Good. Oh wow, yeah. And I have a thing for redhead. I have a thing for redhead, so I'd want Mara Jade. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I'd like, I'd like to see the kids, though. I mean... Well, you might still. I mean, they could write the kids into the movies. It just isn't going to be the ones that you know from the books and the comics. 30 sure. years will be tough, though, unless they're already a teenagers, you know? It's, it's kind of well, a, it's 30 oh, years past... Time. Like you said, it's 30 years past Jedi, so these kids could be 15, 16 years old in training. I'm not or gonna, late training, maybe, yeah, you know? I, you know, I'm not going to lie about one thing, is I've it, nowadays, like, for a while, the last few years of TV shows and stuff leaks occurred constantly like I do a Doctor Who podcast and when they were filming the 50th anniversary when they filmed there was something leaked all the time there was very few secrets that got kept this season of Doctor Who and this Star Wars episode 7 mm-hmm. have been very tight on what has been leaked out I'm very surprised by that because especially with Star Wars there's so many people that have access to like people at Lucas Arts or now Disney but same employees that it's amazing that nothing is really not much has really leaked out about it. I know. I actually know someone that actually does. Um, a friend of mine who lives in San Francisco that's done some parties at the Lucas Ranch. I was waiting for Brian to go, and his server. address is. No, 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 no. I would never do that. But um, 
she's actually when I made a post recently about how I was excited about the cast being announced, she's like, I've known about that for for a long time now. I think it's just a repercussions yeah. for something like that would be she, so she, severe. You know, she can't say anything about because yeah. she said I've, I've served a lot of those people drinks. I mean, I'm guessing that these. <laughs> I'm guessing right now, like I said, I, I hate to draw the other comparison to the other show because this is a Star Wars one, but both of them are so big right now mm-hmm. that it, it's got to be you know the repercussions of not being able to continue that job per se is going to really hurt a business. If you come out and say, "Oh, I heard this," and they know it's you, and you get cut off. Yeah, I mean it's, yeah you don't want that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean I, I do local Chicago stuff and I don't want to get cut off of the coattails I'm riding around here, let alone if I <laughs> if I had contacts at Lucas. <laughs> right. But you uh, got you got you got to know that these these actors with their scripts that's under lock and key. I guarantee they have someone who's actually in charge of those scripts, and when they're done reading it, they do not leave those things aside at all because that would, those will easily disappear and go for big money for. So to know any kind of knowledge was going out this. What do you think of the picture that they took of the cast being black and white? I think that was. I think that. I think it, that was it, it's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's, it yeah. gives this like air of nostalgia back to like the the photos you saw from the the A New Hope when they were filming it. You know, right? I think it's, that looks really great good. That they announced the official cast as opposed to. I got so sick of the fan uh, posters and people from the you know Mickey Mouse Club. You got uh, what Justin Bieber, is Luke Skywalker. You know, just <laughs> so, crap like that that people had. <laughs> It was just silly. Selena Gomez would be okay. Yeah, I want I, I love R two D two though in the back, in the crate. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. Uh, I actually had a question for you guys. Um, besides the people we know from the older films, which person that is announced new from the cast are you most excited to see who they're going to be? See, that's a good question because I don't know a lot of the cast. I mean, I'm not up on the hip new people, mm-hmm. and. I appreciate that they're, they seem to take they seem to be taking a lot of people with acting experience, but that aren't huge names. Yes, like they did with the first movie. I mean, even Harrison Ford was kind of an unknown still. Yes, you know when they did it. Um, Daisy Ridley's one that I looked at her picture and I wonder who she's going to be. Is she going to be Han and Leia's daughter? Mm-hmm. Is she going to be just a complete different character? You know, I mean, there's a couple of them I look at and um, I wonder like um, Adam Driver. He kind of looks like Orlando Bloom a little bit. Adam Driver is actually really good in Girls, which I've watched a little bit of when I had HBO. <laughs> See, I had so. never seen it, but he does not. I, I don't know if he. You look at the photo of him on IMDb, and I wonder, bad guy or good guy? I, I look more the like. Rover is bad guy. I'm thinking bad guy or rogue. Oh, rogue would be cool. Like a smuggler mm-hmm. kind of guy. So, personally, me, the guy I'm most excited to see what he's going to do is Andy Serkis. Because he's motion capture king, and he you know he's not going to be. He's Gollum. He's yeah. the um, he's Caesar the, from Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah, he's um, amazingly good at it. He's amazingly good at this, and I'm sure he's going to be some kind of creature or something interesting. Actually, if I had to pick my most, I'm kind of curious to what they're going to do with him. If I had to pick the one I I'm wondering the most about, and I I in my in my heart I'm thinking bad guy, Max von Sydow. Right. Yeah, I was going to talk about him. Great yeah. actor. But oh, I don't know, man. I, I'm looking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking another emperor, or an, or a Sith Lord, or something is what I'm thinking when I look at him. Interesting choice for a Sith Lord. Well, he's got. He could play. He's got that age and the look for it. I mean, what do you think, Jimmy? Who's your? Uh... Well, I was just going to talk about that character you you just uh, mentioned just now, and yeah, the guy he can look like he can pass as a as a as a body double of Magneto. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely. So, 
I don't know much about him, but I, like I don't know what other movies he's in, but he definitely seems very intriguing as far as character he can play, which he either would be some dark side or maybe some or an admiral. Well, I mean, Van Siddow played in uh, he's been, he's been in a ton of, of movies, films. a lot of films. He's a picture of movies. Shutter Island. Okay. Uh, let's see. Okay, I got to go back in time a little bit here because he hasn't. He's done some acting, but nothing major lately. Minority Report. He was in that. Yes, he's great. Wasn't he in the original Judge Dredd movie with Stallone? Uh, yes, I think so. Okay. Um, he was his captain. I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Judge Dredd there in 1985. But he he's been in a he's a uh, young Indiana Jones or young Indiana Jones Chronicles. He played Sigmund Freud. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh, he's he's been around. He's a very He's had some major roles, but he's had a, he's a good character actor too. He's mm-hmm. he's pretty well rounded. Is there anybody you wanted to see that wasn't cast, other than Lando? Um, <laughs> not really. I, I mean, you know, I'm I'm fine with who they've cast. I, I don't know out of the blue if I could pick someone that I was like he'd be perfect for Star Wars. I, you know, I like fresh faces, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like the idea of fresh faces. I mean, Oscar Isaac, I think is very interesting because he. Um, I know people don't like the film, but I thought he was very good at Sucker Punch. He, he played kind of a dark character, and he might be one of those guys on the dark end. And like I said, with Adam Driver, I could see him being a Jedi that or a Jedi that's kind of being lured that way. Possibility, like yeah. during his training, mm-hmm. he's got that look. He definitely does. So it's it's I, I like the interesting cast. I think it's it's a, a mix of you know our old favorites and a bunch of people we've never heard of. Kind of, sort, at least. It's know. a changing of the guard. You yeah. have the you have the old original members, and then, you know, you have the new ones. And I think it. I think again, back to them not using the expanded universe. A lot of the expanded universe starts to deal with the fact that one of uh, Han Solo. I think Han Solo's son starts like being very oppressive in the way he does things. Like there's there's a lot of conflicts that go on in the expanded universe where the smugglers all of a sudden the law is coming down on them, mm-hmm. but the law that's coming down on them is the people they helped become, you know, take back everything, and there's a lot of struggles there here and there. So I I don't know if they're gonna focus on any of that, or if this is gonna be you know another threat. I mean, because they could still do it even though it's expanded universe. I mean, it's thirty years down the road. I mean, Han Solo's son, from what I remember, actually turns to the dark side. His daughter kills him. His yes. daughter takes him out. Mm-hmm. So, Spo- sorry, spoilers. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Read comics. Well, books well it, yeah, yeah. As well, the books are well worth reading. Yeah. I mean, they're very good. Mm-hmm. Most of the comics and stuff are very good. You know, interesting side note is in the '80s when they were making comics, the comic book writers didn't know what was going to happen in the movies. There's there's comics where Luke and uh, Leia make out. <laughs> it happens. And then the writers were like, "Oh, <laughs> sorry." It just, just kind of happened, you know. But um, I don't know who. Who else I really... Well, that's a little late. Hawks won the game an hour ago. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it looks like a, a solid... It looks like a solid group of actors. I'm sure there's going to be more added to the cast as well, of course. This is just the main cast. Yeah, yeah. And there's probably a ton of them we don't know. Yeah. Who's the cast member that was from uh, Lord of the Rings? I'm trying to picture who that one is. Andy Serkis. No? Andy Serkis. Andy Serkis. He was Gollum in Lord of the Rings. Yeah, that's why you don't. That's Hobbits. why. That's why you don't recognize him. Mm-hmm. Okay, that explains it. Yeah, that's why I'm excited to see what kind of character he might play, because he's the master of the motion. I, I was about to blurt out Yoda, but Yoda's not around. Nope, he's gone. But there's got to be another creature like him somewhere. Possibly. Or I'm will sure. he? Or will he actually be himself? 
he he's been himself in a couple of films. Um, I can't think of one off the top of my head right now, but <laughs> I always prefer when he's in motion capture because he just. So yeah, I mean, let's see. We got. I mean, I most of these actors I don't know any them from anything. John Boyaga. Boyaga? He's relatively new. Yeah, I mean, he his he has. Well, he's in. He's filming Twenty Four. Live Another Day. Daisy Ridley, another one that hasn't really done a whole lot. I mean, oh, she's a relatively unknown. Yeah, she's English, I think. Because mm-hmm. Casually was an English show. I know that she was on that. Adam Driver, like we said, you saw him in Girls. Yes. Relatively new. Oscar Isaac still suck. He was in Sucker Punch and Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. But still relatively, you know. Oh, he's in Born Legacy. Probably okay. as a side character. Actually, he's actually been acting since relatively often since 2002. Okay. But, you know, I, I don't know if I'd say All About the Benjamins is a classic role for him. <laughs> Domino, Hall Glee- Domino Hall Gleason. I don't think I've ever seen him. No, he looks like a Luke, a young Luke. It of. says he was in Dread. It says he was in Harry Potter, one of them. Really? Oh! He was in Dread, and he was in uh, Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2, which I haven't seen yet. Okay. He was in True Grit. Oh, he's in Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 1, too. Mm-hmm. I've never seen this kid. Or this, I don't know, kid, guy. I don't know how old he is. So, I don't, I mean, he's he's probably one of the veterans from the new cast, him and the other guy. I mean, he's been around since Possibly, 2001. Yeah. Okay. Other ones have had, like, two or three things on their list. But yeah, Max Van Sydow is not a newcomer to acting, for sure. Definitely not. So. Isn't it funny that they were holding an open casting call for Star Wars last year? You were thinking there was, they were looking for local talents, and none of these, you know, these actors are obviously well-established well and, uh, you know, either overseas or from Hollywood. Yeah, but to be and fair, you, you, to be fair, you don't know who they might have cast and they haven't announced that's a, that's a local talent either. That's true. There could be small I, I, what I, one thing I will say, I, I love the fact that there, that picture that was taken is at Pinewood Studios, a classic studio that's done plenty of great movies, and no one knows about them. I oh, mean, okay. people in film know about them, but yeah. Pinewood's a UK studio. Mm-hmm. A lot of Bond movies were done with Pinewood Studios. I mean, so it looks like it's all shaping up to be relatively solid. And a lot of people worried about Disney taking over, and I kind of was like, you know, and they closed the Lucas Game Division. But it's I'm like, actually- but you look at it, and you're like, they had not made a game on their own since um, what was the first one where you were Vader's Apprentice? The fr- uh, Force Unleashed. Yeah, the first Force. The first Force Unleashed was the last game they actually developed and published on their own. Everything else had been farmed out. No. Oh, okay. Had been farmed out. Okay. And LucasArts was were they doing like a Battlefront two or something? Then they scrapped it. They were working they- on they were working on Battlefront two and they scrapped it. They were working on this like massive like MMORPG that was kind of a darker game. No one knows if that's going to come out or not. The Battlefront game is actually now being developed by uh, EA Dice. Yeah, which probably is not well, a bad which choice. Not a bad idea. Yeah. Um, I know uh, I'm a big fan of the pinball games from Zen, and they just released um, the last set of Star Wars pinball tables for Zen. Uh, that's they, cool. Those tables are all great. They have a hand Solo table, um, a droids table, a um, it's kind of like a Jedi Sith table with uh, the Emperor and Yoda on it. And then, nice. Um, what is the other table? There's there's four total. Oh, well, a New Hope table. Well, I mean, I, I, a table based on the New Hope. And I, I I just love those games. I mean, They're I felt kind of sad that they were closing the doors on it, but then, because yeah. I remember from like 1985 to 1998, Lucas Arts was the company for adventure gaming. 
you had um, you had Monkey Island, you had um, oh, what was it? Loom, you had the Dig that were like that defined that. It was them and Sierra online at the time. You had like Space Quest with them, and then you had you know, mm-hmm. and then by the end of the, and you had uh, Grim Fandango was Lucas Arts. You had all, and they took chances. They took chances on new material, and then by the end of the nineties, I, I remember was it what was the first game that had live uh, footage that came out? Rebel Assault. Uh, that did have live I think Rebel Assault was yeah. the first star, the first live footage Star Wars recorded mm-hmm. since the movies, and I remember when that came out, everyone was we were so happy about it. That was Lucas Arts. Yeah. By two thousand, by the year two thousand, they were starting to they killed all their adventure games off. I mean, I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know what they were thinking by canceling thirteen thirteen. Well, to be fair, Disney might bring that back on. Uh, I mean, I've heard it's dead, but that that looked very interesting to me. Just the the. It was probably going to be a Boba Fett game, maybe. They've done a Django game before, and it was, eh, it was okay. Hunter. Yeah, it was okay. It wasn't really great. I mean, was, that for, was that for the N64 platform? Um, the Bounty Hunter was for the GameCube, PS2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you think we're going to see any Terracasa fighting in uh, in this? Remember the, well, not Terracasa, what was it called? I they had the fighting game. fighting game, yeah, I Bought it. I yeah. bought it and I played the shit out of it, even though it was not good because it yeah. was Star Wars. Star Wars Tekken, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think part of the, you know, I think part of the reason there's so much Star Wars stuff that came out that just wasn't good was because of people like us. Because hey. we always hope that the next one is going to be the one. It's like the name, it's, the name they're, sold it. They're like Pearl Jam. Like, <laughs> I, I love Pearl Jam Ten. One of the I, one of my favorite albums of all time. Versus was kind of okay. Since then, I've pretty much bought every album in the hopes that one was good again, and I've been disappointed every time. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Force Unleashed series. I thought that was very. That well was. Done. Those were very good. I mean, the Knights of the Old Republic games were really good. But then again, they farmed it out to Bioware. It was I, Bioware and Obsidian. I understand. Which is why they were so good. I understand. I, I, I just, I think Lucas Arts and I think Lucas Arts in general, let and George Lucas, I think they just lost focus. I think they just were churning out Star Star Wars stuff just to make money a lot of times, whether it was good or bad. That happens with every. I'm, well, that's why I'm surprised you didn't bring up Star Wars Galaxies and how they basically gave the reins over to Sony and how they just butchered that game. Yeah, they did, but it was still Star Wars. I never really played it. I, so. I did. I played it early on, and then I played it the last year or two. It was around for a little bit, and I never did. Get, I never did get to, get to the point to do space combat, okay. which is why I kind of wanted it. I hear yeah, this that I sucked. I hear. See, I used to play X Wing yeah. vs Tie Fighter online all the time, or X Wing Alliance online all the time. I used to play that. You know, an interesting thing, too, is they were developing uh, the Star Wars games in the early 90s. Mm-hmm. In the late 80s, there was a guy named Chris Roberts who approached LucasArts and said, hey, I'd love to make a space flight simulator for Star Wars. They said, no, no, we're working on our own. Chris Roberts went on to make Wing Commander. Oh, wow. Which, four of those, actually, all those games were pretty good. Yeah. And Mark Hamill starred in three of, two of them or three of them. Yes, he did. And so did Biff from Back to the Future. <laughs> But, you know, so I used to play those all the time. And then I remember X-Wing came out, and I was like, oh, finally. And we'd play, we'd play X-Wing versus TIE Fighter all night. Uh, like I said earlier, my favorite is Rogue Squadron, the Rogue Squadron series. Rogue Squadron was great. And 64 yeah. version and even the GameCube version. I mean, I love those games so much. But, I mean, I was kind of, the point I was going to with all this was maybe Disney taking over and there being new blood introduced is good. I hope so. I think I think you know. I, I it saddens me that Dark Horse probably is not going to do Star Wars anymore. I've heard about that a little bit. Yeah. Because I know they said that. I know they said that the last Star Wars they're doing is. I mean, Disney owns Marvel. I mean, why would they give it to, to 
a rival to do, you know? I mean, it makes sense to do it in-house, but are we going to, you know, we saw a Phineas and Ferb Marvel crossover. Are we going to see Iron Man in the Star Wars universe? No. (laughs) Please don't. Kingdom Hearts 5. No, no. Oh, boy. Star Wars, Marvel, Disney, Final Fantasy, all just in one big game with a mess of a plot. They have that um, Disney Infinity game. Yeah. And they just announced that they are going to do a 2.0 with Marvel characters in it. So maybe 3.0 at Star Wars characters. What is right. what is Disney Infinity? Have you guys played it? I haven't played it because it's, you know, 80 bucks and then you have to buy the little figures. It's kind of like Skylanders. Have you ever seen yeah, Skylanders? I remember Skylanders for PS3, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very similar to that where you buy the little characters, you put them on the portal, they come into the game. It's got a toy box to it. and It's, it's got 80 bucks? It's seventy four dollars for the the game. Yeah, you better be nice to her. Maybe she'll buy it for you. No, she's vehemently shaking yeah. her head. No, <laughs> we don't need it. We don't need it. I have enough stuff to play. I don't need it. Wow. But it well, the Legos are expensive, so why not this, right? Yeah. See, it's it's it, that's how things get killed. No matter how good your idea is. No, those games actually have been received very well. All of them. So, and all the little characters. It's just that's an investment, and that's something you know if you have kids. You have kids. Kids love those games. When we go back upstairs when we're done, we need to talk to Joanna. Okay. Because I have a kid. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I bet you she'd love that stuff. I mean, it's all Disney characters, you know, from Monsters Inc. You li- you, you're listening, right, Jimmy? Because you have a kid, too. Yeah. Absolutely. And the new you're one. Still, the new one, still be going for that. Yeah, the new one comes out, I think, in fall, and it's going to include um, Iron Man, Captain America, Black Widow. The Avengers. I think the Hulk. Yeah, kind of the Hulk. Not all of them. Um, well, he might be too young now, but you need to buy them now because, I mean, you know, in the future you might not be able to get them for him. I need to start saving my money now. It's so like for the future. Yeah, and that's a good debt. Touche. Uh, payment <laughs> plan. Like I said, touche. and if you're going to buy extra characters for the game, I mean, every extra character is like 12 bucks. So that's how they get you. This, this They made this a uh, multi-billion dollar kind of thing. And... That's why I love Disney and hate them. I look yeah. at everything Disney accomplished over the 70 years and... It's asto- or no more than that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And it's astonishing. I mean, what they've done is, and I hate them for the same thing. Yeah, <laughs> I refer to them as evil empire. Yeah. yeah, I actually always refer to them as the empire, like from Star Wars, and now they <laughs> own Star Wars. Yeah, sons of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, but they're they're letting them go their own way with everything. So, and it, you know, and that, that was a big concern was, are they gonna, you know, how much control are they gonna take? But ultimately, I mean. They don't really dictate. I mean, DreamWorks does a lot of work with Disney, and they don't yeah. dictate it as much as you would think. And oh, even the Disney Pixar does a lot of work. or Pixar, not DreamWorks. Yeah. Pixar. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, Pixar does a ton of work with them, and it, they let kind of give them free reign. Mm-hmm. Oh wow! So I mean, okay. you know, because it, they're separate business entities. It's yeah. under one umbrella, but they have adult stuff and kid stuff. Mm-hmm. You know. I was just gonna say that their movies are the last probably five years are getting a lot darker. You know, after like Pirates of the Caribbean. Before that, you know, Star Wars, I was afraid with Disney that they're just completely just, you know, kid, kid-friendly in a movie and it's not going to appeal to the adults. Their, their movies are starting to get a little better and looking looking promising. I think that's part of just the way society has changed, too, though. But, I mean, if you look at a lot of the old, old Disney movies, like, I always make this comment when people say they don't let their kids watch violent stuff and Isabella shouldn't watch me play Halo, or shouldn't watch, even though Halo doesn't really have blood. But all this stuff, and I go, well, really? Because does your kid watch? Did your kid watch um, Bambi? Oh yeah. So one parent getting gunned down and the other burning to death is not violent to you. Or okay. Oliver and Company, the bad guy gets hit by a train and there's a fireball. 
I mean, every Disney villain meets with like a horrible, horrible, violent end. Yeah. I'm like, come on. But I, I know what you mean. Movie like movie wise, they always did stuff like the Cat from Outer Space and you know, right? Lovey dovey, happy, funny, movie, happy, fun movies. Angels in the Outfield, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. It's the only way my Cubs would ever win. <laughs> oh God! Oh, thanks. They've been winning this weekend, though. Yeah, they've been playing well. But anything else to add for this one, for the inaugural episode? Um, just you know, what the just kind of getting our little, we're just dabbling our toes to get yeah, our feet wet here. I'm just a little right. hyped for the um, Star Wars Rebels to uh, come this fall. I uh, watched the trailer today. I really enjoyed what, what I ti- saw. What time period does that take place in? Uh, between. Uh, re- uh, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. Okay, cool. That's what I thought. See so yeah, that? I'll, I will watch the hell out of that. Yeah, it's got stormtroopers in it. It's got typhoons. But the stormtroopers—they look like Mickey Mouse ears. I don't—I—I I don't know. I gotta—I gotta oversee <laughs> that. Their helmets are completely modified. The the stormtrooper, the Mickey Mouse ears are for radar to help them actually hit what they aim at. <laughs> it helps their accuracy. Then. Do you know there's been there's been college thesis papers written on why stormtroopers can't kill people when they shoot. And it makes it's perfectly valid. It makes perfect sense. Most people say because they cannot aim the gun because they cannot hold it up at like their eye and look through it because of the helmet. Yeah. So the best they could do is just point and you know pray and spray. Well, that's kind of what they do anyway. But I mean, I th- I think the series will be cool. I always liked the Clone Wars series. I thought it was good. Um, I got I I never finished watching. It. I got to catch up. I haven't on it. finished it either, but I've watched a lot of it. So I mean, I like what they did with that, and that actually got pretty dark too. Right. So I'm hoping. This well, I mean, as it's going on, it should have maintains because, the yeah. same kind of balance, getting dark as well. I know in the, the trailer today they showed off um, Kahan or Kanan or whatever the hell his name is. He's a. Uh, he looks like he's going to be the Jedi for the show, the single Jedi. I don't think there is any other one, and the Inquisitioner looks like a really cool kind of villain. That Kahan guy is actually his voice is uh, Freddie Prince Jr. Oh, really? Interesting side note. Yeah. Who starred in the horrible movie Wing Commander based on the awesome game series. <laughs> but it looks like it's going to be fun. That's the main thing. It should be fun. It's going to have a lot of uh, the canon we all love. You know, Stormtroopers, TIE Fighters, TIE Fighter Pilots, stuff like that. Death Star, or um, Star Destroyers, things like that. So it could be interesting. It's basically the uprising of the Rebellion. Cool. So it should be cool, and I can't wait for it to come out. Everything I've heard and seen so far... It looks great. Jimmy, did you make it to uh, the, the, the Disney store this morning? Yeah, I, I made two of them. <laughs> oh, two of them? I, I decided to, you know, after drinking all night last night, to, hey, I'm going to wake up at uh, 8 o'clock this morning and go to the Rosemont Outlet Malls and uh, hit the Disney Outlet store there. Which is nowhere near so, where you live. <laughs> I'm in the shopper, so I, it was about a good, you know, half hour. Yeah, I went to, to the Outlet Mall over there and uh, brought my little... Uh, I, my bag, my little lawn chairs, because thinking there's going to be a line, you know. Not necessarily the Star Wars fans. I was worried there's going to be the Disney fans, because I guess these Disney fans, they collect these pins. They go nuts over it. So uh show up there, and I'm walking in with my with my lawn chair, and there's nobody there. I'm like, wow. <laughs> I walk back out to my car, park the bag, go back inside, and just sat in their little, like, nice little, like, you know, chairs, nice comfy chairs there, waited. Uh, to about uh, 9.30 when they were opening at 10, and uh, then the line started forming. So about 10 people there when I showed up, or when I uh, when they opened the stores. So I uh, got my pins and walked out and uh, told the wife to go in and grab, grab as much as she could. <laughs> but they only were able to do one at a time, you know, because I'm like, there's nobody here. These things are not going to sell, you know. No one's going to grab these things. Because no one thought about going to the outlet mall. I don't know if that store just opened up there recently, but so uh, – 
we were leaving and we were going to go get something to eat. And I said, you know what? We're heading out to Woodfield. I go, let's just go to the Woodfield. <laughs> we might as well, right? We're on the way. So I show up there and there's lines just going around. It's on the you know upper floor. And the lines actually going around the store. So they're handing out like number cards. So I got like number 79 and uh, the wife got 89 because she had to show up a little later because she had her, uh, she had a baby with so uh, we were like the last, almost the last two to get uh, pins at that store. So, wow. So I mean, wow. pretty well. Got four. Four got four today. It amazes me that I met you and I had no idea who you were, and then I found out that your wife went to school with my sister. Yeah. And in school, I think she was a freshman when I was a senior. They did for Valentine's Day a computer dating matchup, and I was on your wife's list, <laughs> which, I, which I did not know. That's I, true. That's true. The funny part is, the wife has a print out still. Like, why do you have? Yeah. She put it on Facebook. Her yearbook or something. I don't know what she had, a notebook, so whatever it was. But she pulled it out. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you knew this guy. Yeah, small world, isn't it? Yeah, it was weird. I got mine somewhere. I got. I, I think I have mine somewhere. I should look for it because I wonder who was on mine. Well, obviously she probably was, but I mean other than her. Right. But uh, but I think that's it for our first episode. So, anyways, thanks for joining us on the first episode of Jedi Fun Time. We appreciate you listening, and uh, we'll be back. 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 Microphone problems. Uh, we'll be back in a couple of weeks. All right. May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. May the 4th be with you. <laughs> Always.